Well, there's that boy. There he is. What's up, Ivan? What's up, what's up? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. Uh, had a great day and uh, it was a great night. Good. Had a ton of fun. Had dinner at night, which was awesome. And she offered me the fantasy sweet key and, you know, had a great time, great night. So, yeah, it was really cool. It's great, man. Did you guys get like time in the morning together or is it just? Yeah, we saw the sunrise actually, so. Oh, was, shoot. Uh, yeah. You didn't, didn't get much sleep? Didn't sleep. <laughs> so, Jeez. yeah, long, long night. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. We finally got Fantasy Suites. And to break it all down, I'm joined by the queen of the Fantasy Suite, <laughs> Mallory Rubin. Hi, Mal. Wow. I'm honored by the, the label. I, I, I don't know if I've earned it, but I'll try to earn it today. Thank you for having me. What a delight to be here with you. I just wouldn't feel comfortable talking to anyone else about the Zach episode. I mean, what a tour de force from Zach. I, how, I'm very fond we... of him, as you know. <laughs> Do you want to go date by date? Like, I... I think we need to begin by discussing some of the logistics and the difference of this fantasy suite versus the other ones. I think fantasy suites is like a, is a little bit more built up than it should be. It often like lets me down because it's just like, well, just don't really get much. You're like, okay, they had sex. Like, okay. But this one, like just, (laughs) there's so much happening and I cringed so hard because here's how fantasy suite week usually goes. First of all, it's a week. It happens over a week. And I've been told that there is a day off, like a, a full day, a full day to cleanse and in between and yeah. shower and douche and anything you might need to do right. <laughs> um, between oh dates. Yeah. The way this was presented was as if it was like three consecutive days, essentially. And I'm horrified. <laughs> so I'm glad that we're starting here because I had I have a lot of thoughts in the episode and I had a lot of questions for you about what we watched. And this is, this is number one on my list. I think. Uh, Of course. I mean, absolutely. Of course. This is the most awkward thing I've seen on TV in a long time. I've been doing a lot of superlatives, but just COVID go with it. So, so list. you know, (laughs) it's time for, for your most hyperbolic statements of this bachelor party season. I love it. It was like upsetting and gross and just like, kind of wrong and I I this whole time have been like why isn't there more sex they're at a hotel it's so easy but this time I'm just like this is crazy so there are two elements at play here there's the fact that they were all in one place and what that unlocked in terms of the the guys sitting around together talking the awkwardness the tension that I found to be quite compelling television I think we can separate it from the logistics sure but important note there because usually during fantasy suites people don't see each other 
Like right. you, the, exactly. the contestants are totally separate. They each have their own location. This was really very obvious with um, Colton season because that's when he he kind of like broke the show was during Fantasy Suite Week. And but usually the people never see each other. And then and so when they get to the rose ceremony at the end, the men or the women in the top three have no idea how it went for everyone else. And like they've right. actually been given the like kind space to be alone in their own emotions and like experience their own relationship without the like weird panopticon of yes. wondering like what all the other guys are doing. <laughs> so I was trying to remember if anything like this had ever happened before. Obviously not anything like quarantining amid a pandemic, but if the contestants had seen each other during Fantasy Suite Week at any other point. I was thinking back to Peter season and there was the Hannah Ann coming back smiling from yeah. a date. And that whole and that was like sequence. a break from that was a break from um and they were like, all in the, the same format. place. Yeah, that was fucked up. They hadn't stayed together there. The other time that this kind of happened was Caitlin Bristow's season in Ireland. They because they like stayed in Ireland for so long, they're all at the same resort. But even then, I don't think they saw each other. I think they like separated them at the resort. They didn't have them just hanging out in the one stew room in between. Right. So you're out not only on the lack of time in between and the logistics and what that tells us or maybe more accurately what it deprives the participants of but you're also out on the three guys sitting around on a couch talking to each other watching each other go through this that's 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 a no-no for you i mean i i don't know i just felt so uncomfortable i was just it was i was just like felt so upset for all of them and imagining myself in that situation if i really felt for the guy I would have like just com- yeah. just like totally self-immolated on the spot. Like that's awful. <laughs> There's it, it was an interesting moment to think about, and 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 I guess this will come up later when we talk about Brendan and how he thought he was ready and then realized he wasn't over the course of the show. But there are moments every now and then when you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and you have to think about what level of buy-in it requires to be there. And I think often for people who watch the show, something that you end up saying is they chose to be there, right? Yeah. And there have been a lot of moments this season where you run up against the limit of that. So there was a part of me watching this where I'll be honest, I was was fascinated by the dynamic and watching them have to interact with each other, see them get the note cards. I thought it was interesting to try to read the way that they were each processing it. Zach, who, as you know, I absolutely love seemed very assured and confident which i loved though he went second we're gonna talk about him first because i think that he we need to kind of like compare everything else against the yes, zach barometer for sure <laughs> it, it, it is even in the context though of that compelling tv experiment aspect of it really rough to know that they were all kind of deprived of the privacy of that very intimate response and also that that anticipation i think what it in the context of this episode and brendan's ultimate departure what it made very clear was that brendan was really 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 uncomfortable with various aspects of this the entire time and clearly looked somewhere between unsettled and distraught the entire episode before his date even the neil lane date it's the only thing that made oh me cringe God. more. I have so many questions for you. I, I honestly like, I hate it. I want Neil Lane cast asunder, like no shots at Neil Lane himself, but just like as a man, he seems nice. He loves Catherine and Sean Lowe. We all do like <laughs> lovely couple, yeah. but like, Oh God, I really had so many problems with that, but I just watching the, I think having the guys like sitting, they have to be told like, Hey guys go sit there right now. Because by mm-hmm. this point, like, yeah. It was clear Ivan and Brendan don't have a lot to say to each other. Like they clearly like each other and like seem to respect each other, but they're not like dying to hang as far as I can tell. Like I, they don't seem like best buds. And so I think that it was very clear to me that these were like all setups. Like, okay, go sit in the room. Like, okay. you know, someone's going to come talk to you or something's going to happen. So that gets me to my question about time frame, though. Because I think you're right, and that was so clearly the case. It was so clearly manufactured, which is, I mean, of course, it's a reality TV show, right? That it made me wonder if maybe actually there had been a day in between, and they just wanted it to seem like there hadn't. Because I I think just if you... Okay, first of all, they all come back in to the main suite in different outfits than they are wearing when they leave Taysha. Now, maybe they just go 
shower, shower. refresh, change, and then they pop in. But given the level of fatigue, emotionally, spiritually, physically, all of it, it seems impossible to me that she would go from one fantasy suite immediately into the other. It just seems impossible. Right? I, I agree with you. Also, time? also, like the pre-pro alone, like going over your outfits, getting your hair and makeup done, like being yeah. sure the full day. Like, like, logistically, like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem possible. No. And also, um, I thought Zach in particular seemed really like fresh when he came back in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was just like, that's not the Zach that we know. Like the Zach that we know, like is he's like a longer time to sort of like, bounce back from his emotional highs and lows. And it was obviously a high. And what a, what and a also, fantasy suite. Whew, I watched his re-entry a lot in particular because mm-hmm. I just felt like Zach is um, the worst at sort of like selling some of this stuff. Like Zach is just who he is to his credit. And, but it, it just doesn't make sense. Also like to imply that Tasha is just having three consecutive sleepless nights, like, with, with obviously you don't sleep in this fantasy suite. It's your only time to be alone. You got to milk it. And then, you know, yeah. like not only do you There's need to like, talk a lot, you, not only do you need to have sex, you also need to talk a lot, as JoJo said. Yeah. By the way, JoJo just being like, yes, I had sex with all three of my guys. I took Absolutely my relationships iconic. to the next level. I, you know, the, all the euphemisms I'm just yeah. sick of. It's, uh, I, I thought that, that this is one of the many things that I appreciated about Zach in this episode. He, was so, while still, I thought, respectful of their privacy. I thought that he was was very clear. Yeah. And (laughs) frankly, like mature and was an adult about it. You know, he talked about being intimate and if he should be so fortunate as to receive the invitation from her for the, for the overnight, you know, he wasn't, wasn't coy, even though he was still cute and playful with her. He, he wasn't coy about what was happening and not that, Brendan or Ivan were really. I think that Brendan in particular seemed quite daunted by the the stakes of what awaited. I, I just love Zach. I, and also another great shoe from Zach. He was wearing the Air Max One Tinker sketch to shelf. I'm so impressed with the shoe collection. I just really love it. How did you like when he no- he noted Tasha's like special white sneakers? I thought that was nice. I was ready for a little bit more. I wanted to know if that that she exchange had care. come from She's, a prior exchange about his footwear, maybe. I think it but, probably did. Yeah. I think it probably did. Um, as I was watching Zach this week, and then we're really going to dive into this episode one by one, but just this is a good, a good segue because I want to start with Zach. But as I was watching him, mm-hmm. I was just thinking to myself, like, I would never, ever want to go on the show. Like, I, I can't imagine anything that would make me, like, feel less secure and like good about myself and subjecting myself to the bachelor. However, Zach just being so direct about how he feels and like where he's at and just like stating and like, as obviously it's like giving like testimony in front of a jury, I just found to be such a relief. I was like, this is great. There's no ambiguity here. Even if they break up in like two months, Zach is just like, here's how I feel. I hope we can all get on board. And I was like, that is the single most unrealistic thing about this show. It's like the, the like forthright declaration of emotion. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because that that's one of the things that Tasha specifically cited is why she's drawn to him. You know, she she phrased yeah. it as he's so intentional, and I really liked that because very, I think um, that it explains. New agey, but yes, yeah, but like it, it explains one of the reasons that I, I don't want to project, but that I at least am drawn to him. It's like I try to be intentional in my life, and it can be really hard. And I think I respond to watching him in a a situation that is specifically crafted and designed to not support or even allow that impulse, right? Yeah, the whole thing supposed to make you feel crazy and yeah, like the, destabilize you. The whole right, the whole thing is about. Uh, you know, frivolity and acting on impulse and rushing in. And he's kind of simultaneously managed to embrace the rushing in aspect of it while remaining like very measured and clear about what he hopes to get out of this and how he feels. It's, 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 it's kind of amazing to watch. It is pretty wild. So let's just talk about his date. We okay. just, we've been circling it. I love um, Zach. Zach's date, Mallory's Zoom background right now is Zach and Tasha <laughs> in the paint. Were his white shorts just white boxers? They were, right? Well, I think they or- gave them these little white swimsuits that, that you know, they didn't have to ruin their own clothing in the, yeah. in the, in the body like paint. Swimsuit, though. 
It was like a very small. I, I, yeah, it's hard to tell if they were boxers or a little swim. I thought they were little swim trunks that uh, I, that I enjoyed. Loved. Yeah. <laughs> a fan of the date. Zach's date card was let's explore each other. Mm-hmm. And as he explained afterwards, the expo- exploration was through art. That's right. And did you ever watch Dating Naked on VH1 back in the day? I, you know, you and, and Jacoby used to talk about. We loved it. It was one of yeah. our favorite shows. So I, I I was at one point intrigued enough to check it out because of your conversations, but I never watched it regularly. This date was straight out of Dating Naked. It's the kind of stuff they used to do. They were actually naked, though. They would wear shoes, but they'd be naked. <laughs> I think once you're in a tiny white swimsuit that is saturated by your own sweat in the Palm Springs heat, a lot of sweat in this episode, and also like the painty liquid, I, you're, you might as well be naked at that point, right? Well, except that you got some like real like outline of penis, which you don't, you just get a black bar if you mm-hmm. are, uh, if you're naked, you know? Anyway. That's true. You're right. Just, Great point. Point that, that out. <laughs> um, anyway, oh this God. date was a throwback to Dating Naked, one of my favorite reality shows of yesteryear. So that was exciting. And Zach's inner baseball player came out right away. Completely. He put the black yeah, underneath his eyes and Tatius. It was Love very. It. it was very. That was a cute move. It was precious. Um, yeah. And then they just started like rolling all over the white canvas, wearing the white swimsuits, and got really dirty. Tasha's hair is like so pretty and seeing paint in her hair really <laughs> upset me. Just, but then, then they got into a shower at the end. I love they an did. outdoor shower. So that oh, was too. great. An yes. outdoor shower when it's 120 degrees. I mean, beautiful. I was so happy. The water, the paint was coming off really easily. It was clearly water-based paint. Phew. Yeah. Um, I had some concerns about the, the hygienic implications of the paint preceding a, a fantasy suite, even just watching them, you know, they're rolling around together on this canvas. They're very, they have great chemistry together. They're clearly very physically drawn to each other. They like to touch each other. You know, she's, as a, so, she's so playful with him in a way. She's just not with anyone else. Well, again, they have that great mix because they can be really playful together, but also very serious and very earnest together. It's great. The moments when they were so covered in paint that, they're kissing each other and clearly ingesting the body paint at the same time. I had a lot of concerns about that in terms of their digestive health paint. and well-being, but All good. I'm glad that they <laughs> seem to be okay. Even before they got to the canvas, by the way, the like Matthew McConaughey-esque, all right, all oh, right, yeah. all okay. right from Zach. So last time you came on, we were saying like, why is he so familiar? Who does he remind us of? Several listeners wrote in to say it was Matthew McConaughey. And so for you, dear huh. listener, I'm so happy that Zach acknowledged that. I'm sure he's gotten that before in his life. This was the most appealing Zach's ever been. I, I think that a happy Zach is very sweet and like seems like pretty fun to be around. A stressed Zach seems less fun to me. But that's true of literally every single person, unless you're like some weird sadistic human. I love all aspects of, of the <laughs> Zach experience because I think he's it's just that's part of what's so not only refreshing in this kind of landscape, but really, I think so awe-inspiring about him. He has just come onto a very popular television show and been so unapologetically himself and shared so much of himself with Taisha and with us. And I think it's remarkable. And also, he looks great in that body paint. Great combo. (laughs) How many times did you pause to look for the outline of his dick? Well, I was watching with my husband. So only like a dozen or so. Adam's very supportive of my of my uh, my love for Zach. Um, well, this is a, this is a show about fantasy, so it's fine. That's right. You don't. You that's don't a good way of putting paint. it. I know you. It's, it's no, you. though. I would love to roll around in another fashion with Zach. I mean, sure. that seems that seems great. I just, I just, Zach seems like a very a- very active lover. Between the rolling around and then the jumping on the bed and just sort of like his intent, I, I bet he's just very attuned to how the other party is like feeling and responding and and everything. I'm glad you brought this up. (laughs) I wasn't sure if we were going to go here, but I'm glad that we are. That's why you had to come on the podcast. You're the only person I could talk to with about it. Here's, here's something that Zach said in this episode. (laughs) He said, I'm just going to keep trying to make her feel like the most desired person in the world. (laughs) For a very, very long time. And I'm sure that he was talking about all aspects sweet, of the relationship. Sweet yes. intention. It's very exactly. sweet. Yes. Should should everyone's partner want to do that? Yeah. All of it. Part of that 
however, <laughs> very actually. clearly, is his, to use Tasha's word, intentionality. <laughs> and There's something about Zach that just like, sorry, I cut you off. No, Carry on. As, a, as a lover, I just think he's probably a very focused, giving, and generous lover. I I agree with that. I also just get the vibe from him that he's had so much sex. Like, it just seems like he has just had a lot of it. And it's just sort of like, that's why he's so invested in sort of like the full package of which it's a huge part, but he just feels like there's just a lot that of experience he can speak to. Well, this is one of the, you know, not that age necessarily has to correlate with any individual person's number of sexual partners. Sure. It certainly doesn't. But, you know, one of the things that Tasha and Zach have discussed before is that he's older. You know, he's in his uh, mid-30s. 36? I thought he was 38. Is mid-30s or late-30s? Is he 38? <laughs> As I sit here on the eve of 35, I'd like to say 36 <laughs> is mid-30s. <laughs> He's not he's looking not a, for his first yeah. experience. He, he's been married, right? That's another thing that they share, just as Brendan and Tasha do, which we'll talk about later. He, he has a very clear sense, and, and this, is a, this is obviously true in a lot of aspects of his life with his recovery and the, the work that he does now. He has a clear sense of how he wants to live his life and what he wants. And I think that translates in, in various respects of how he how he lives his life the way he relates to his family the fact that like one of the really interesting things about their date was the conversation that they had about kids i thought taisha bringing up because yes that was really important there's two other really important things we have to get to one is taisha following up with zach saying you know your mom told me you didn't want to have kids but you know that i want to have five and you haven't said anything right show us that conversation with the mom what the fuck i would have loved to have seen that not for them to like abuse it and exploit it as like trouble in paradise for Tasha and Zach. But like, that's really interesting. And like, that's the kind of thing that you, you know, you change your stance on. You think you want your life one way and you then get some life experience you want in another way. That's just like very real. Like show us that. Well, so one of the things that I was thinking about while watching the hometown episode and watching Tasha speak to Zach's mom and then watching Zach speak to his mom was the the way the kids came up in that conversation. I was like, I don't think that I remember Tasha and Zach really talking about this part before and how it had come up or if it had come up and to what extent it had come up with them when they were talking about their future plans. Obviously, we know that Tasha wants five kids, as she said, and she has stated that. Five's a lot. It is. I couldn't remember to what extent they had discussed that. So then when, when we saw Tasha when we saw Zach's mom say that to Tasha, and then we saw Zach say to his mom, basically what he said to Tasha here, like I, I was lying to myself about what I wanted. I was wondering how that would play out in the future and what role it would play, because it didn't feel like something that had manifested to the extent that something that monumental you would think would yeah. have in the show. So I was glad yeah. that she brought it up. And I thought that the way that, um, again, as is a theme in their interactions, they were able to have a very candid conversation about a serious thing without, you know, without worrying about, uh, not that they're ever obviously unkind to each other. They treat each other with great respect and tenderness, but being able to say something that's important to them without worrying about letting, the, without letting the fear of the consequences of that statement hold them back, which I think is one of the notable things about the way that they interact. And then, of course, that was the segue that led to him telling her that he's in love with her. And she said it back to him. And most importantly, she said it back. And if she does not pick Zach... I'm just going to be shocked. I'm just absolutely going to be shocked. Even with this Ben return, which we will come back to, which I, I'm obviously not happy about. So, okay. Is it even with the Ben return or is it the way that she talked about Brendan after he left? Because that was the thing that threw me. It was the number of va variations of Brendan has always been the one and Brendan was the one since the beginning and Brendan's the one I thought I was going to end up with that we saw on the heels of her telling Zach, I haven't felt this way about anybody else. And clearly just the way they are together, it seems like it's just at a different level, right? Yes, absolutely. I thought with the Brendan departure, she didn't seem surprised. I think she was tipped off. I also clearly tipped off about Ben coming back. Like that was something that obviously, again, the timeline was weird there. Like it's not, it's not helpful that you can tell like the time of day at the La Quinta from all the exteriors. Like there's no way to like hide what, what's happening. 
Um, we'll come back to the Ben thing, but with Brendan, I just, I, I just like, I was like, Ben, I thought I was done with you, but with Brendan, she didn't seem surprised to me. And I, I thought that the way that she was talking about him to Jojo, to Rachel, to the camera, like mm-hmm. she was just sort of like when I started, like Brendan gave me hope that, that this process could work, which to throw back to like a Peterism, but Zach is the one who she's really actually into. I just think that Brendan, you know, we don't know him, but I get the impression that Brendan presents as like pretty straightforward and therefore like appealing. Cause you're just sort of like, you can see it. Although I could not see Tasha with Brendan. So I'm happy it didn't work out, but I just didn't think she seemed that upset. Like it wasn't even like Rachel when Peter Krause left, it wasn't like Ben distraught over Jojo. It, it, she just didn't seem distraught, which is great. I don't want her to be unhappy. I just think that like she had a role for Brendan in her head that didn't pan out. And we were more like watching her process it than her actually just being like so upset. Cause I think she's selected Zach saying, I mean the glee with which she declared that Zach's in love with me and I'm in love with him was just yeah. like, they used to like not show that kind of thing. Cause it gives away the ending. So maybe <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but we still got one night to go, but I was just like, okay, she's got to pick Zach. It's almost impossible to imagine any other outcome. I mean, I feel like the, I don't know if we're going to get into talking about the teaser for the mm-hmm. Tuesday episode. I thought mm-hmm. it seemed, uh, you know, I've, I've been duped by a bachelor edit like 99 out of a hundred times before. So this would not be the first time. Certainly seems like, seems like Ben's going to that rose ceremony. Definitely seems like she's sending Ivan home and that Ben and, and Zach are the final two based on the number of outfits we see interactions, et cetera. And I just don't see a scenario where Zach's not the one who gets picked, but we hear Zach say that he was blindsided. That's my the guess, only thing in there. My guess is he's blindsided by Ben's return mm-hmm. and that Ben gets to go to the final three rose ceremony. And like Bennett gets sent home. That's my guess. The thing is, we see a couple shots of Tasha and Ben where they're wearing different clothing. And we only see Ivan in the turtleneck and blazer that he's already wearing to head to the rose ceremony. And then we see that. What do we see? We see a, a signature bench. Can I walk you to the car? Stop at the bench. Goodbye chat with Tasha and Ivan. They're on a bench. He's going home. I feel like it's like a lock from the bench shot. Ivan was dressed like for the last 20 years. He's been watching boys to men. I'll make love to you music video on a loop and decided to wear an outfit. One might find in that video. What the fuck was he wearing? It's just uh, a lot said, of turtleneck action all season long from, from various members of this cast. Big look for turtlenecks. I, I fucking love Ivan. Let's talk about his date. Okay. Mallory. I think there's only one word that comes to mind when you think about this stupid ass ice bath kiss <gasps> date. And what is that word? Uh, penis. <laughs> shrinkage frozen <laughs> penis yeah. why did they do this i i have so many questions i mean some of them are about the world record and the and the the actual details of that like for example okay. are environmental like- factors i mean they're in the palm springs heat <laughs> so it has to be easier ultimately like this the, the record holder who had this before them yeah, doing like this in Alaskan chill and if like now writing to the board of governors to contest the change of, of record holdership. But yes, of course, the thing I thought about the entire time was the state of Ivan's testicles. And <laughs> it's like, I was thinking about uh, George Costanza as well. <laughs> it's just, I love Ivan. I adore him. I love Ivan. Like it I was such an unsexy love. date though. And, and despite so the fact unsexy. that they, you know, were stripping down and kissing the whole time. It's like, uh, Tasha, my testicles have receded into my brainstem. <laughs> Let's fuck. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Who is that for? Also, well, a romantic airstream is a major plot point oh on God. Grey's Anatomy seasons one through five. I mean, could Ivan have gotten shafted more? Zach got like a two-level casita on the grounds of one of the best resorts, (laughs) allegedly, in the U.S. And Ivan can't even go into one of the standing buildings of this resort? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, yes, that could be romantic and cool. It would have been romantic and cool, like, for a mid-season date, like, if they were out of the country or, like, even, like, in, like, the Badlands, like, back in Chris Soul season. But 
that was like such a fuck you to Ivan that I'm like pissed on his behalf. Like, what was that? I, I mean, did they run out of casitas? There's no one at this resort. I like, what the fuck? It, was it was it Ari and Becca who had the tent that one time? Yes, Becca and Becca was like, I think she's since talked about the difficulty of going having to go pee. But yeah, that kind of like fake camping when the other person or other two people get to have an actual place to sleep is infuriating and like yeah. really is an unfair playing field. Very rough. It's <laughs> I, they were like, isn't this so romantic? No. Yeah, no. It's not. it's okay. Yeah. I'd like a little more room. Definitely more access to cleansing Can't. running water. <laughs> I believe Ivan said we can make this work. And it's like, you shouldn't have to make it work in the fantasy suite. Yeah. It's a well, fantasy. Ivan's very fun and has a, has a lovely disposition. I, uh, I can't help myself. I have to bring up Zach again. I, I loved when <laughs> after Ivan went off for the date and Brendan, Brendan and Zach were sitting there. I loved when Zach said, um, he, he was like, I'd let, you know, Ivan, great guy. I'd let my sister date him. I don't know how I feel about my girlfriend dating him. Just a very, very funny line to set up the rest of the episode. <laughs> Zach was really like the master of the group hang oh, group, all three of them. I have to say, like, there's something about Zach where like, while we shared the love of Tyler and like, just both, I think we're so obsessed with him. I love that you love Zach, but Zach is so aggressively not for me. I don't even, I can't even say why, but like, I'm just really happy for you. I think he seems like a great, great guy. But there's just something about him. I'm just like, eh, from a distance, I'm all I'm, good. I'm, I'm just amazed by him. Have you checked out the Instagram followings for this group of guys? I, I have. I follow this um, account called Bachelor Data, and it's it tracks it pretty closely. It's dismaying to me that more people aren't jumping aboard the Zach Clark train here. I do not understand Ben. Ben's like among the more popular. You don't understand it. His entire Instagram is shirtless pictures. He has a fucking incredible body. We literally have a moment in this episode where Tisha's talking (gasps) to Rachel about Ben. And hold on. Let me. She's like, he's really hot. Yeah. I liked Ben. I mean, aside from the fact that he was really hot, he was really sweet and he cared a lot. That is iconic. I don't find him hot. I just don't. I just find his personality. I'm just not into him. Um, he posts thirst traps. Like, is this like the society? I mean, this is what society is. You're come describing to, but like- a huge part of Instagram. That that part of it can't <laughs> surprise you. You spend way too much of your time on the internet and various no, social media platforms to be surprised surprise by a me. large following for I a guess. very good looking guy who posts a lot of Instagram pictures. Also, he's very sweet on Instagram. I think. I get. I don't know. I just have a weird bias. I'm I'm anti Ben. I'm anti Zach. I'm not like anti them in the world. It's like anti them for me. And as you know, a lot of this is like, do I want to be friends with you? Do I want to date you? Do I sure. want to sleep with you? Yeah, so, of course. you know, that's just that's how we all view the show, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's a huge part of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge part of it. Yeah, one of the more rewarding aspects of watching it. Oh, of course. Would and I like to see you about it. Yeah, big fan anyway, of Brendan's part- Instagram, as discussed previously. Just- Brendan is, uh, I will come to him in a second, but Ivan, I just like poor Ivan because he is a great guy, total package, really smart, has a great career, awesome family, political, like aware of the world, like really full package with Ivan. And she just like clearly couldn't be into him less than the other two. Like obviously she respects him. I don't know from all the information I have. I don't know how you wouldn't respect Ivan, but she's just like so lukewarm on him. It's, it's really upsetting because he's, like objectively great. Like there's like nothing I can say negatively about him. Well, that's the thing though, right? Is that ultimately they're only on the show together for a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. And despite how much of it is about really trying to forecast into the future, can you see your life with somebody you know, uh, multiple exchanges like Tasha talked to Jojo and Rachel in this episode about how do you know, in essence, how, what what decision is right and that aspect of trusting your gut, but also being thoughtful. And of course, Tasha has been very open about she's been married before, she's been divorced before, she doesn't want to go through that again. When you're thinking about Ivan, he's checking every box. I mean, he's yeah. uh, he's husband Love, material. About checking boxes. It's, he's a seems like a great partner. He seems like he'd be a great friend and a great person to spend a lot of time with. But they just don't have that that spark together. That's the truth. I also think that, like to your point, Ivan doesn't seem like he seems like he would be great to date and like see where things go. But I think 
if you're like, I am looking to start my marriage as soon as possible. Like Zach is on the same wavelength where he's like, let's go. Whereas I feel like Ivan, you know, he says he, he is with his language. He's, he's fall He's beginning to fall in love with her or whatever. Right. And like, that's totally normal. Like Ivan, that's totally like, yes. that makes sense. The classic like, good, falling for you. Bachelorette yeah, is exactly. It's not, it's like not a thing. No big society yeah. or life. People don't speak that way. I, I mean, Zach said it. He articulated it. He said in, in one of his his interviews, <laughs> hearing the other guys that. talk about where they're at, I just think I'm in a different spot. He's right. Yeah, He's, he is right. He is right. All right, Ivan, we love you. I will I will follow you forever because yes. you seem really wonderful and I hope you find happiness and your family's awesome. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay, let's talk about Brendo, my my Boy. main man. What an episode um, for Brendo. Were you surprised by this? Um, it's like the only spoiler I had heard is that Brendo gets cold feet. So I okay. was not completely surprised. Um, the Neil Lane date. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, second appearance by Neil Lane this season. First time in the flesh. He was previously seen via FaceTime with Chris Harrison. <laughs> Uh, if you recall, when Claire and Dale had their shotgun on screen proposal, whatever that was, having and- having repressed the bulk of the Claire episodes, I have very little recollection of that. But I, I take you at your word. <laughs> I just went back and I was like, look, I wanted to check something in this episode, and it accidentally opened Claire episode, and I was like, whoa! It was it was jar- <laughs> jarring, it was honestly yeah. jarring. Also, I think that like Tasha's so beautiful that it like just makes this season easier to watch. You're just like, this is a beautiful person on TV. It's like kind of ridiculous. Interesting. I mean, I think almost everybody on the show is so attractive that you're it's right different. that Tasha's rare beauty, even against the backdrop of a collection of beautiful people is highly notable. I mean, she's extraordinarily lovely. Some of it is also the setting. I know you're out on the La Quinta lifestyle. Very weird take of yours, but I get it. I mean, I don't get it, but I understand that that is your take, your stated position. I think there's something to the consistency of the visual palette this season that's kind of like welcoming and warm during a period largely of of tumult. I, of course, miss our travel and our excursions into other corners of the world, but it's like they've settled in. It's it's the paradise effect for me. It allows me to more yeah. easily envision their lives together because they have been in one place together for a certain period of time. I'm ready for them to like the emptiness of the resort when like I was just like walking around and it was just like that was I was just like this is depressing. <laughs> I don't like I don't like empty artificial spaces like empty the woods. If you're the only person around, like that's beautiful. But like if you're like at Disneyland alone, that's extremely like depressing that, wait, to me. You literally just described the plot of a horror movie. And then said, that's beautiful. If you're in the woods alone, you're going to get like eaten by a bear or attacked happen, by like but it'd be a natural people. occurrence. I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. It is true that like often when I walk through, when I'm like walking through the park and there's no one around, I'm like, you could easily die. Anyway, let's move oh on. God. <laughs> Boy, this took a dark turn. <laughs> okay. So, Brenda, oh Neil God. Lane date. Okay. Um, I was so uncomfortable 
Brendan's face just drained of all the color. He looked so uncomfortable. Tasha was completely oblivious to it. Maybe not completely, but I actually don't know. But she was like playing along with the game. The way they were talking about rings just made me so horrified. I, I was so upset on Brendan's behalf that I was like ready to do away with the, with the institution of marriage altogether. I was like, I don't need it. You don't need it. We don't need it. Let's get Brendan out of there. And I was just sort of like one thing about the pandemic is it's like really brought the wedding industry to its knees, which I think is a real positive. It's gone too far. And I'm just like, this Neil Lane situation has also gone too far. Free Brendan. It was the most upsetting situation I've seen someone be in. Like, I just felt like it was, Obviously, there is many, many worse situations to be in, but I just felt like the look of coercion on Brendan's face was so stark that I was just like, this needs to be over. Let's end this. Yeah. So he had obviously been visibly struggling before this. I mean, we talked about it a couple episodes ago on the lie detector date. He had been visibly struggling for a while at this point, and there were a lot of moments with... Ivan and Zach, where he was talking about how uncomfortable that scenario made him thinking about Taisha being with other men. Yeah. And there was a part for a little while where it was like, okay, is that what's uh, weighing on him him so heavily, right? Which, again, would be, I think, fairly normal. I'm sure it contributed. Yeah. I think it also, like, if you're like, you're having to sit there and visualize Zach and Ivan coming back from their dates. I think you have to think about also like, is this pain like worth it to me? Like, is right. it this like, is this manipulation worth it? And I think for Zach, the answer is yes. Cause he's so excited about Tasha, and that's really sweet. Yes. And I think for Ivan, the answer might be yes as well. But I think like for Brendan, if you're already like uncomfortable with the entire setup and then you're thrown into this, then maybe the answer is no. Okay. So in the evening portion of their date, he will, I, I think, quite sweetly and sadly explain what's on his mind. But before that. Oh, my God. He said he's still a broken it man. Was it was heartbreaking. So, it was. I just yeah. want Brendan to find happiness Me on so. his own timeline, on his own terms. He seems like such a lovely man. Yeah. I wish him the absolute best. <laughs> I, 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 I transcribed like a solid 800 words of his quote. It was just it really, was really, really touching and moving. I have yeah. two questions for you, though. Okay. One does the same thing happen? Does he get to that same point if he's not last? Mm. Okay. Because he had all that time to sit there and stew and think and for his, his, his anxiety and his fear and his also, you know, to give him credit, right? Reflection, his introspection to build and compound. And here's my other question. It's related. So you can field them together as the bachelor scholar that you are. Was this date with the engagement rings, which I agree with you, felt completely manipulative and actually cruel, given cruel. It was cruel. 100%. given it was his awful. history? Was this designed by the producers to get him to leave or as a test? Like a test? It felt like a test. Can he handle this? Yeah. And- so I think Brendan must have been vocalizing his doubt. Yeah for a while. Well, who knows how long a while is, but like a few days before the onset of fantasy suites. So I think, I think producers must've been aware of that because I think that if you put Brendan first and it doesn't go well, and he's like, I can't do this. That ruins it for Tasha because she has this picture in her head of like, Oh, I'm, I'm going right. to pick Brendan or, you know, I've always seen me and Brendo together ever since I heard someone call him Brendo, which she may not have just yes. me. Projecting um, much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so if he goes first or even second, that's mm-hmm. like a Colton situation or maybe she walks off where she's just like, you know what? I want him to pick Brendan and he doesn't want to pick me. Like I, I'm done with this year. So I don't think Brendan, I think like for, I think for for Tasha's happiness and for the sake of the show, you can't have the guy with the most doubt go first on fantasy suites because if if it goes poorly, Mm -hmm. it ruins it, the whole thing. And that is seriously what happened with Colton, right? Right. So that I think is why he went last. I don't know if it was necessarily to like draw this out of him because I don't think that you want a guy to self exit. Like I don't, at this point, I don't think that's the goal of the show, Mm -hmm. but I, I do think giving him the Neil Lane date is like, like the cruelest thing possible because like, I just feel like Ivan would have been like dope 
I would love some <laughs> some jewels right. as well. And I feel like I feel like Zach would have played along with it because he's just like oh, so yeah. in the tank for this. And so Brendan was definitely like the best choice for the worst outcome or, you know, the messiest outcome, I guess you should say. But I don't know if it was like, you know, straight up manipulation, but it was just so hard to watch. And like, yeah. I was just like, Everyone just being oblivious to Brendan's obvious discomfort was so sad. I thought that I, I agree with you that during the actual portion where they were trying on the jewelry, that seemed true. I thought that I thought that there was a moment where Tasha notably like turned him like you don't you seem yeah. really not into this during the uh, shared picnic portion of it. Yeah. Also, where- <laughs> also like they like tried to like talk about like bands for men and then they went right back to her and I was like they must, it just must have been like an, an edit they made because it just like didn't go well. You know, the idea of eternity, <laughs> one, <laughs> one band that symbolizes eternity and giving that speech to two people who spend a lot of their time thinking about uh, the, the, how that has divorce. not been true in their lives. And listen, like my parents are divorced. I've thought about divorce often. My husband's parents were divorced. It's something that we talked about heading into a marriage. Marriages don't always work out. So I, I say all of this to be clear in a judgment-free way. I think it's really important for people who don't want to be together to be able to recognize that and say that to each other. Brendan and Tasha had talked about that a lot. And I did find myself wondering when he was when he started to open up at the like dinner is not even the right word because of, of course nobody consumes sustenance on on the show on the date portion but the nominal dinner portion of the of the gathering i found myself wondering like was he planning to leave or was he hoping to open up and say basically i'm not ready for a proposal but will you have me anyway and where that could have gone that wasn't i guess that's open to interpretation but I thought the way he commented on her dress was such like a um, nervous tick and he's like you keep outdoing yourself or with these dresses, whatever he said. Also, I did not like that dress, but I, I felt the way that he said that he had decided that he was leaving. I felt like it was such a good sort of surface comment to make that like your dad might make. He actually so- sounded like a dad when he said that. Like, I just thought that he clearly was like ready to go. Um, yeah, it was heartbreaking. It, it, it really was. He just seems like a genuinely sweet guy, like just a really, really sweet guy. And yeah. I, I really hope he finds what he's looking for. I, I agree with you. I hope that I hope that Brendan finds peace and love and happiness. I thought that as as amazing as it was to see him be that vulnerable and open up and say the things that he said, like you don't often hear the, the part where he started to talk about how badly he wants a family, how badly he wants to be a husband, how badly he wants to be a dad. And of course, that connected back to the conversation that he had had with his brother uh, during the hometowns. It was just so moving. But I thought equally notable was Tasha's response to him when she said, I've already fought for someone to try to love me once. I'm not going to do it. Again. That was also really heartbreaking. Yeah, that was crushing. Cause I think that's at the heart of a lot of the fear that also, cause of course the pursuit of happiness and the fantasy to your point earlier is, is the, the entire industry of the show. Yeah. But I think that that fear of, am I going to be good enough for somebody else is that is actually also one of the drivers, not only of the show, but of course real life, right? That's always at the back of your mind. Of course, yeah. Like, am I, am, am I going to be good enough for this person? Yeah. 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 So which was, again must make Zach feel like such a safe Harbor on this show because he's so, definite about how he feels and how he feels about her that he doesn't give you the space to like question that. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other, other things that will come up in the course of dating Zach that come up the course of dating literally anyone, but that I think must be such an incredible relief and to like have so much affirmation. If that's one of like your primary fears in a relationship, which is understandable after being divorced, like it just really all, it all makes sense. But I thought that she also didn't seem completely surprised. I thought she seemed upset, but I don't think, I mean, she also like, Tasha seems pretty, you know, she seems pretty astute. Like, I don't, I don't think she was a completely blind to how Brendan was re- was responding on that date, but like mm-hmm. who would respond well on that date, by the way, like that's one of the reasons why it's just a bad date. They shouldn't do it again. I hate when they do this shit. It's like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't think it has like, I just don't think that's like a fun thing to do as a couple. Like, it's like one thing if you go pick out your rings together, cause like you're both active participants in the engagement, like whatever it is, but this kind of like, 
forced jewelry shopping is super weird. And I don't know, it just seemed like not fun. And I, I hate that date. I never want to see it again. It's as bad as the pretty woman date where like the guy goes to the store and like watches a woman t- try on so much clothing <laughs> yeah. and whatever. It's like, okay, cool. Treating your future wife like a prostitute from a famous rom-com. That's cool. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a no for me, dog. I, it was just yeah, a no. Yeah. I'm with you. I guess Tasha did respond to it notably differently than she did to the her initial response to the wedding dress date with Zach earlier in the season, where that yeah, a lot to, more hesitation. Yeah, raise a lot of uh, her her concerns and her fears. And this time, she seemed ready. So that was that was yeah, interesting. She's, she does seem ready. I feel like she's like yeah, she seems ready to take the plunge with one can of I, these can guys. Can I ask also, you this? I I so I don't have I don't want to uh, transgress and go into too much prediction making or, or prognosticating especially given the I have no problem being tomorrow. wrong so it's it's all good did you get the vibe I've just been reflecting a lot especially because she does seem so happy with Zach and I'm trying to figure out what could go wrong and they also had that exchange where basically she said that to him this episode you know I'm trying to figure out what's maybe uh, what, what, what's not right or what, what isn't perfect and he he said to her but what if there's nothing wrong so at the men tell all mm-hmm. fucking bizarre hour in our shared history together. Huge, that was huge waste of time. Good God. I hate the men tell all. Usually that was worse than usual. That was really strange. Also, they just all really were so sweaty, even though they were presumably inside in the air conditioning. I guess the lights were intense. The, and I, Lauren suggested that they filmed that mm-hmm. in, in Palm Springs. I thought that they filmed that more recently in Pennsylvania, but anyway, okay. So, uh, Maybe that influences what I'm about to ask you, though, which is I did not get I am happily engaged vibes from Tasha during mm-hmm. that sequence. And so I am concerned. I'm worried mm. because I really want I really want it to work out for Tasha and Zach. And so far, I don't see anything that could prevent that. But this is why I'm, I wanted to bring it up at the tail end of the Brendan conversation specifically, because that's my concern now, is that the lingering question of what things could have been like with Brendan will somehow drive a wedge between her and Zach or will is there a chance that I mean we've seen so many fucking people come back Bennett's come back Ben's I'm come more back worried could about Brendan ben. come back I'm more worried about Ben than I am about Brendan I think she seems sad that it didn't work out with Brendan also like even if Brendan's like I'm broken I'm not ready for this you feel reject you feel rejected if you're Tasha right he's just like I I can't do this also, I don't know if she's got the same crazy complex that I do, but I'd be like, let me fix you or like I failed at fixing you. So I, I feel like there's just got to be some hurt that comes with like the Brandon rejection. But I think she's like, OK with it. Right. Okay. I'm more worried about Ben. Let's talk about Ben's reentry. Okay. Oh, boy. OK. He, you think he, he has arri- a real shot here? Is she going to get engaged to Ben? He arrives in in like way too short, way too tight black jeans. I no, just I like the jeans. You're wrong on this. You're just Ugh. this is a bad take, and you're wrong. He, first of all, in a in a world full of people who really excel at rocking a good pair of Vans, Ben mm-hmm. absolutely crushes the cranberry Vans with the gum sole. They uh, they're the second the tip of the shoe appeared on my screen, I was like, Ben's back. He does work out in them, which I find strange. Again, he I, does. Yeah, I mean, what? Uh, you're obviously not looking at the Instagram as closely as I, I don't am. like Ben. So no, I'm not looking at his Instagram. <laughs> he lifts weights in the vans, which is a it's a definitely like, confusing, super weird. Confusing I hope thing. he's getting enough support. Um, okay, so he comes back in this mm-hmm. this um, disputed outfit, and he goes to Chris Harrison, and yes. he's Chris Harrison receives him. Yes. This is incredibly staged. So Ben's been on the premises. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, if he had left, he had to quarantine again, or maybe he just stayed the whole time. It's very unclear how long ago he left. I mean, it's been... He says it. He, he mentions, like, a, a couple days or something like that as a time frame, which almost seems too short of a time frame, given that well, the fantasy suites had happened. Yeah, but did they? Like, maybe he went to Chris Harrison midweek. Like, maybe she's on the second date, and Ben shows up, and he's at Chris but Harrison. she's wearing like, the, the pre-rose ceremony dress, isn't she? Yeah, but but he's wearing but who who knows what how they filmed that? That doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. <laughs> I just think that he show I think he shows up like a little bit before his actually sees Tasha. Like I think that conversation with Chris is like okay. yeah, further yeah, yeah. further out. Okay. And then I think that she yeah. gets a heads up that he's coming to the door because she's way more shocked when she saw Bennett than when she saw Ben. Like way, way more. 
Plus, she had the conversation with Rachel where she talks about Ben. Yes. Um, and that's after all the fantasy suites, right? So in the context of regret, right? Do yes. you is there anything that you regret? Yeah. And so maybe after that, she's told, like, hey, Ben's still here. Or maybe she already knew. I'm just saying, I don't think the timeline that was shown with Ben is really what it was meant to what is is like what they're saying. And so then I think that she's like glad Ben is back in the mix. She's like regretful that she sent him home. And I think she's going to be more torn between Zach and Ben than, and I know that I said, well, I think she didn't send him home, but I'm just more worried in the grand scheme of things that she's got like more of a unfulfilled thing for Ben than for Ivan or whomever. Okay. I have a lot of follow-up thoughts. Okay. I definitely agree with you that the conversation with Chris Harrison and the conversation with Tasha, the, the, the passage of time occurs between them. Certainly what he's wearing, et cetera. I I just want to add one thing. She seemed excited to see Ben and like, or not like excited, but like just sort of, she was like ready for it with Bennett. She was shocked. And it was clear that like he stayed because of like the producers. I had a completely different read on this. This is interesting. I thought she seemed not only surprised to see Ben, but like, I can't believe I'm, I have to do this shit again. Like where I, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Finally, like, tried to move on from somebody who I was genuinely interested in. And I'm on the eve now. Brendan has left. I'm on the eve of presumably at that point telling Ivan and Zach that they're my final two. I'm days away from somebody asking me to marry them and nothing can be easy. That was kind of how I read it. But also paired with I actually really do like this guy. I have unresolved feelings and I'm I'm overwhelmed because I didn't want to send him home. And it was very clear that she sent him home because he was not being forthcoming enough about his feelings for her. Right. Didn't give the affirmation of the, I love you or I'm falling for you or whatever. How that I, I may one day be able to envision that I could potentially <laughs> fall for you. Whatever the fuck people on the bachelor say to each other. Right. Yeah. The, one thing about the time frame that I found myself very confused by was that multiple times in the episode, Tasha mentioned that there were like, a f- I forget if she said a couple weeks or a few weeks or these final weeks, whatever the exact phraseology was. She made it sound like there were weeks left multiple times. And I'm like, aren't we down to the final two? Isn't this over? They meet your family and then one of them proposes like, to you and yeah. then you guys go, I guess, I don't know if you do the secret little getaway thing when everyone's quarantining anyway, but isn't this almost over? And so that was weird. I, I was really thrown off by that. But when Ben told her, I'm in love with you, I have been in love with you, she she kind of she, shut down. She yeah, she got up and said he I, I liked the moment when she said, Are you all right? And she said, No, I'm not all right. And then told him that, you know, she needed time and walked away into a different room with the producers and said, What do I do with that? Which was hysterical and I love hilarious. But she's obviously still hung up on him a little. Drawn to Ben. And I think that even if on Zach paper, is clearly on paper, the one, I think Ben's a better match for her. Then who? Only. then who? Then who? Then Zach. Then Zach. On paper only. What? Logistics. Do you see Tasha moving to California? Yes. Oh, Zach can't move. He's got his career in his his um, treatment center. He's not moving. Well, they did, but they did the the. the, Hold on a second. Hold on. They (laughs) their their hometown. He created New York for her. They went through New York together. I don't want to get into Blueberry Banglegate here, but we can if you want. (laughs) No, I think my my point stands. (laughs) Oh my God. And then one of the sweetest moments on their date, which we didn't talk yeah. about, was the daydream about yeah, I know. life in her very in her part of the of the country, right? We're Orange County, mm-hmm. envisioning just a normal day life on the boat. <laughs> it's not gonna work out for these two in the real world. I really wish them the best, but I don't oh see it happening. I think Tasha and Ben have a much higher chance of of uh thriving, personally. And I just, I just feel like Tasha and Zach seem like the real deal. I'm really, That's really because, setting myself up you for heartache. Are in love with Zach. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm really, I feel like I'm setting myself up for heartache. I, 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 I don't, I don't want to see. Here, here's what it is. I'm realizing this in real time. Okay. I, I don't want to see Zach hurt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm really worried about that. And I, of course, I don't want to see Tasha hurt either. To be clear, and especially like. The, the 
bizarre, you know, Claire subbing and the nature of the season and everything. And I've I've always loved Tasha. I love Tasha yeah. on the season. I was hugely into Tasha and JPJ and the whole JPJ experience. That was cute when she went to really visit in Maryland on the boat and everything. That was really cute. Yeah, she great she seems I great. Want her to be happy, and I, I, mean, I want everyone to be happy. People. This is a, a group of great guys like Brendan, Ivan, and Zach. I want them all to be really happy. And I just I don't know. I don't know. I just. I just don't know that I see it long term for Zach and Tasha. But that said, I just mm-hmm. think that Ben has more destructive power than Ivan or Brendo could have on Zach's situation. And mostly I want Zach and Tasha to be happy and happy together because they seem really into each other. But I, I just wonder if like, do they have like a physical chemistry that is masking other stuff? They clearly have the most physical chemistry of, of anyone she's been with on the show. I think that their chemistry is extraordinary. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, the hopeless romantic over here. I am too. You know that. It's just under my hardened <laughs> shell. So that's the thing, actually, is that there's a part of me that is, but there's a part of me that really isn't. And actually, is I think I, 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 I spend too much of my time thinking about the fact that the flame, the spark at the beginning of a relationship, it's, it's so tragically transitory, right? Like, that just does not last. And then you spend a lot of the rest of your life thinking about how you could ever get that back. <laughs> so, That's why people cheat. That's why people cheat, to get that back. Sure, yeah. yeah. So that's a painful thing, right? To <laughs> <laughs> think about and grapple with and try yes, to reconcile with how you live your life. Yeah. And I, I think that's one of the reasons that I've really bought into them is because while they have that, it feels like a little more, it feels like something that could last. I don't know, because they have a varied uh, and layered relationship that is not just built. There are a lot of relationships on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette that are just about sex, right? You're like, these people can't wait to take their clothes off and touch each other. And that's also amazing. Like, I vaguely remember what it's, yeah, like to feel that way, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Sure, it can. I mean, you know, think of what uh, our, our good friend, Catelyn Stark said to Rob Stark back in the day, right? (laughs) Mother to son. Yes. Tell us (laughs) the sexiest kind of conversation back in the day when he was promised to the Frey girl and she was just, she could see the way that he came alive when he was looking at Talisa. Right. And she was trying to tell him about her relationship with Ned and the foundation and the bedrock of the life they had built together. It's stronger. It lasts longer. And I think that Zach and Tasha have both, both poles they have that strong foundation that you can really build on and that's lasting i hope and so. they have that spark what a Honestly, I, hope so. I i really i really do i fear not i also can't like oh, it's funny God. like there's a lot of like um i think covid like makes or breaks relationships right there's a lot of stories of like people just like meeting and like just things happen really quickly because of covid because they're sort of like you, you can't really just like be casual because you're just sort of like, am I committing to trusting you that you don't have COVID or not? So like that kind of like ushers things along really quickly. And then on the other hand, like if you're trapped at home and you're just like, well, we hate each other, then you're like, well, we need to make changes. So I can't imagine what it's like to do the bachelor in COVID where it's like you're in this bubble. And then when you leave the bubble, you have to like choose what is your next bubble? Do we do it together? Right. Like, how are we going to see each other? I mean, we're kind of seeing it play out with Claire and Dale and, and um, it's just, it just must be really fucking weird to have like such a, a distorted experience within like the most distorted year ever. It's just like, it's almost like we're talking about science fiction. Like it's super weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I guess my only counterpoint would be that to an extent, obviously 2020 COVID, the pandemic or that's all, unique to this moment in time ongoing unfortunately traversing into 2021 carry on the bachelor is always uncommon obviously again to be clear not in this fashion but there's always that question of what happens next what happens after what happens when we're not only interacting with each other and these staged dates and in the the glamour and glitz of this kind of carefully cultivated, televised existence. And I guess I I, I would posit, again, I, I, I feel very aware that I'm doing this just because I really want this to work out for them. 
But and I, I'm just I, as you were talking, I'm just sitting here thinking like, who do I imagine Tasha with? Like, who is perfect? And I'm like, who do I imagine Zach with? Because I think, but they don't. They they, seem I see, really, they seem like such a good fit to me together. They seem no? really into each other. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. There's something about it where I'm just like, mm, I'm not sure. I think the fact that Tasha said in this episode, like he wasn't the one who stood out to me at first, I really liked. Because again, that's yes. really honest. So much of this is about crafting this shared fiction. I mean, I felt that was it's true of every uh, relationship. No. Yes, it is. The lies we tell ourselves always. Yeah. But again, like the contrast to something like the Claire and Dale experience, which look, I mean, they seem very happy every day on Instagram stories and I'm honestly delighted for them, right? But that was, that just felt, and I, I really don't, I really say this in a judgment-free way, like go live your lives and be happy, but felt so much like let's opt in to this this yarn that we will spin together in real time, right? Yeah. I don't get that vibe with Tasha and Zach at all, at all. It's like you said, Zach's just like, he's simultaneously, what is wrong with me? I can't believe how I, I just like so <laughs> badly want this to work out. I'm, I'm, you, you are to Zach as I am to Tyler. It's just like unabashed. No, it's, a di- but it's different. I mean, Tyler was like, <sighs> man, what a time that was. <laughs> falling in love with Tyler on our screens. That was really a remarkable thing. He's coming back to TV. I don't know when, but I'm sure he'll be on Matt season. So I can't wait. It's I can't just soon Matt season starts. Tell me about it. It's in two weeks. On that note, I'm just going to say we're doing a live podcast for Matt season immediately after the East Coast airing. Me, Rachel Lindsay and Van Lathan on The Ringer at Amazing. Ringer on Twitter and um, YouTube and everywhere else. But anyway, I don't know. I just, I wish them the best. I also like, I think Tasha's been a really good bachelorette. I also yeah. um, just think that like with each week, she's sort of like just grown as, as the lead figure. So it's, it's been fun. I, I don't know why I'm like, I just like, so don't see it, but it, who knows? Maybe she doesn't even pick Zach. I actually don't know who she picks. It just, I'll be shocked if she, who's she going to pick? She, I don't know. Come on. I just don't know. There's only one outcome here, right? She's not going to pick. I hope so. She's, I, I, I mean, I, I, Again, unless Brendan came back, I don't see any. You're other. so flummoxed thinking about it. Brendan's not coming back. Brendan is. Brendan was doing on Instagram this weekend piano lessons with his niece Aaliyah, who we met last week on the show. That's Brendan's just really sweet. Like I, Brendan's the kind of person who like I'd be interested in meeting at a bar one time and like basically like asking him like a thousand questions in a twenty minute speed round mm-hmm. and then just moving on. But like I, I, I hope to <laughs> oh have that opportunity God. one day. <laughs> Oh my God. You're the best. Truly the best. No, you are. Mallory, thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back tomorrow night. We got one more episode to go. Who will Tasha pick and will it work out? Can't wait to find out. Thanks for listening and talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>